1: Welcome back to Make You All Daily, presented by BetMGM, Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Time now for the two-minute drill, and to guide us on this journey is none other than our fearless leader and the man who scraped the data to put together the Pornhub map, it's Paul Aspen.
0: That was a text from one Joe Ostrowski for the record, so I'd just like to clear all that up. Him I saw Illinois it on X, and- I see- doesn't uh-huh. mean that you didn't scrape the data. Uh, Joe just found it first. Side hustle, yeah. You know, I was You're willing right. to. Admit well, it. yep. Yeah, fair enough. All right, uh, football, basketball, all sorts of things for this weekend. So let's get through the two-minute drill and let's start. Let's actually start on the college hardwood uh favorite college hoops bets Short. for the weekend tonight you got uconn laying five against the zags tomorrow plenty of matchups uh arizona purdue unc kentucky bama creighton AM houston baylor michigan state ku iu you're welcome for that one gersh doesn't really belong but put them all in there <laughs> any favorite college hoops bet for the weekend
2: oh see i was thinking like wait what's iu which what school is he talking about there But, uh, yeah, I'm going – okay, we don't have a number on it yet because the Saturday games aren't up, but it's uh, what I think is going to be one of the more entertaining uh, college hoops games on Saturday. I agree with Mike Rutherford on this one. North Carolina, Kentucky, I want to see how high they go with the number. I'll be playing the over. These defenses, they're they're like barely top 50 in efficiency so far this season. Kentucky can just – hit three after three. Um, They're number three in the nation in three-point shooting percentage. It's going to be one of those high, high high-scoring affairs back and forth. Uh, So I'm going to play the over in uh, North Carolina, Kentucky.
3: All right, I'm going to be betting on an under UConn, Zag. So, uh, but the Huskies have held eight out of 10 opponents to 67 points or less, while the Zags have not allowed an opponent to get over 70 points. So, under 151 and a half.
1: I think the Bama Creighton game looks interesting to me again. uh, Games haven't all been posted uh, for the Saturday slate, but you look at effective field goal rate for Creighton second in America at 60.2% Alabama, not far behind at 58.9%. So both are in the top six in the country as far as uh, those great offensive numbers are concerned. And we know under Nate Oates with Alabama, they love to shoot the three and every now and again, a lot of them are going to go down. So I suspect in a game like this, I'm going to want to play the over, expecting two highly touted offenses to go up against each other.
2: Because it's regular season, is don't just going to take care of Arizona? And then they're going to tempt people to talk about mm-hmm. them and think about them later in the year. They were or in trouble. They're going to lose. Bama.
0: I mean, it, it was close uh-huh. for a while. They pulled away at the end, mm-hmm. but Alabama was also red hot. So. So they've um, got
2: uh, I, Ken Palm has it as a one point game. What right. would you play it if, at Purdue minus
1: one? Would you take Zona? Uh,
0: not an edge either way, honestly, for me. Yeah, like I, I lean Zona, but I'm not gonna play it. Okay.
1: I thought I saw like some random look ahead or some random book saying Arizona minus one. I would take Purdue right. in that spot. I'd be more than comfortable okay. backing. Yeah, there may be some projection just because Arizona. You know, they can be feisty, but, you know, a lot of the advanced numbers like Purdue a little bit more. So yeah, I'd say, like, if Purdue is a one-point favorite, I'd still back the Boilermakers. But beyond that, I wouldn't play.
0: This is a Purdue wins this game sort of spot. And then, yeah, it, right. it looks great mm-hmm. in March. and see you never. <laughs> Uh, All right, let's move on to college bowl games. I'll be honest, I'm not going to throw out any spreads or totals because I have not looked at the board because I am not interested. But, Ed, I know you had some plays you wanted to mention. I don't know if anyone else has any bowl plays for the weekend.
1: Yeah, the Myrtle Beach Bowl to me is fascinating. Georgia Southern going up against Ohio. You look at the Bobcats and a lot of key starters that got them in this position. They are not playing here. Meanwhile, Georgia Southern uh, slightly projected to do okay. When you look at offensive success rate, uh, they haven't been bad at all. But as I take a look at the latest line here, if things will load here, uh, we've got Georgia Southern as uh, three and a half point favorites. To me, that's a little too rich, even though Ohio will be playing with a good – Number of backups, I still think the backups are more than competent. So I would probably take the points with the Bobcats.
2: All right, I'm going to go Independence Bowl. This number's moved a yeah. little bit to uh, Texas Tech favored by three against Cal. Now, a lot of people talking about how the uh, Red Raiders, are, a lot of the receivers have opted out, but this one is probably going to be more about the run game. And uh, the quarterbacks for both sides are going to be in. Uh, I'm back in Texas Tech. As long as this number stays at three or shorter, I'm fine taking them against Cal. Uh, good job by Cal, though. I mean, ended up being a, a season that those kids are going to remember. They went on a run there in their last three games to uh, to get to a bowl game. But uh, I'm taking Texas mm-hmm. Tech in the spot.
3: All right. Miak and Swack, the celebration Let's go. goal. Howard yeah. versus Florida A&M. So I really wanted to back the home team for me, Howard here. But the more I looked into it, Howard's offense is better. But on defense, Florida A&M really has a much bigger advantage. So I'll say Florida A&M covers the six and a half.
1: So right, we're to UCLA Boise State real quickly has a total of 48 mm-hmm. and a half. Doesn't that seem low to you guys? Like, isn't this a great Chip Kelly? Like, hey, we're going to showcase what our offense can do and just run a bunch of random stuff that Boise State isn't prepared for. Give me the over in that one.
0: All right. Similar number. Obviously, different kind of brand of football, but 47 and a half is the total in Eagles Seahawks. On Monday night football as we go back to the NFL, a lot of threes popping up across the board. Eagles minus three at Seahawks. That number is coming down. From three and a half, some four and a half earlier in the week. Eagles have not beaten the Seahawks in 15 years. Do they get back on track on Monday Night Football? Side total prop. Any bet for Monday Night Football before we talk about it in full on Monday, Joe?
2: That's kind of wild. Same conference. 15 years between these two teams. I don't think it's meaningful, but it's uh, just an an intriguing uh, nugget that we got there. Um, Look, I so because it's monday the first day of uh the practice report comes out on thursday and for seattle to come out and say that Geno smith had a limited workout in the first practice of the week for them makes me think he's going to play on monday then he he's going to be fine it's a huge game for them uh we know what you're getting with the drew lock experience but this numbers come down a little bit down from four to three and a half uh wouldn't surprise me if we do uh, get some scoring i think you were alluding to that when you uh you jumped to the total uh, there, but man, I mean, if Gino's out there against this Philly secondary, like we've seen spots where Seattle can put up some points. We saw it a couple of weeks ago in that Dallas game. I, I like Seattle as long as it's more than a field goal. And as long as we get Gino, hopefully uh, we'll have clarity by the time we get to Monday's show.
3: And I like the Eagles minus three. This feels like a really good buy low spot on Philly. They've lost a couple games. Seahawks have lost four in a row. The Eagles have to get right. And I think they have a great opportunity here Monday night against a struggling Seahawks team.
1: I do not trust either defense in this game. I can't. Do we believe that the Seahawks defense can contain whatever Jalen Hurts wants to do whether it's the tush push or draws or something deep to AJ Brown doesn't matter what it is I don't trust the Seahawks to contain that and I don't trust this Philly secondary either you're going up against some phenomenal receivers in Seattle like do you really think that this unit can contain all of them or most of them in key spots absolutely not total 47 and a half. I think that's more than reasonable here. Now I do want to see Geno Smith out there yeah. and I do want to see a, a pretty stout play action attack, but assuming both things occur, we're going over this number.
2: Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I didn't see that the entire market moved to three. I would not take Seattle plus three. Oh man, this, mm-hmm.
1: I, I
2: everything you laid out. Yeah. That's, that's a strong case. The over for this one, mm-hmm. another prompt time over
1: we're flipping them. Let's do it. Joe and Troy like every will be week. happy.
0: It's been like Seahawks win this game. They save their playoff hopes. I mean, they actually could if they somehow pull this off. Titans, Steelers, Cardinals after that. Uh, let's go to Saturday. So Saturday and Sunday leaders are split this week. So let's look at the Saturday leaders in the NFL. Passing, receiving rushing some of your favorites and we can just lump them all together not a ton of value in the passing market obviously um and then most receiving yards michael Pittman jr is your favorite at four to one co-favorite with justin jefferson and then rushing zach moss is your favorite at plus 225 i'm actually going under his prop at 75 and a half against steelers but any name value names on either any of these categories for saturday
2: yeah i was uh i found one for each that i find kind of interesting looking for value plays so we keep uh bringing up and it, there's a reason we keep mentioning it how awful the lines defense has been i'm not surprised that golf is the favorite here at plus 225 to be saturday's passing later between these six and you know back home in the dome and all that but if the defense is so awful shouldn't we consider russ like that's just where I'm at in this game. And for the second and third favorite to be in the lowest total game of the day, it doesn't make much sense to me. So I feel like the quarterback market is out of whack six to one for Russell Wilson against a bad Lions defense. Maybe that one ends up being some kind of a shootout. So I like that one highest total of the day. As far as the receiving, uh, we talked about the good matchup potentially for Minnesota and it's not Jefferson. It's maybe Mullins is looking for Hawkinson all day. And that's been a bad matchup, bad matchup for Bengals defense uh, going up against tight ends. Hawkinson to uh, lead in receiving yards is 11 to 1. And as far as rushing, I'm just going to take a shot. If you think the, the uh, Bengals are going to be playing from out in front, look at the guy that's been getting a lot more work and he has some explosion, some wiggle. Chase Brown 30 to 1 for your rushing leader on Saturday.
3: Yes, this is a tough one. I mean, I can see the case for golf. There's not really anyone else I like in terms of the value for passing leaders. So I guess golf or nothing. Uh, in terms of receiving, though, I do like the Cortland Sutton look at 11-1. to This guy's been on a tear. Mm-hmm. And you talked about the Lions defense. The Broncos defense has been terrible, too. But the Lions have been bad as of late. So Cortland Sutton, I think there's some good value at 11-1. to rushing hmm. I honestly don't really have anything here either I'm not gonna force it
1: and the clock has expired unless I get to get my picks in <laughs> go ahead uh go ahead. Start it. yeah thank you yeah right just reset it. it's fine uh okay uh passing leader I the dogs, I think, can bark in this one, and that's probably why you're finding some value here. Nick Mullins, you don't have to like him as a quarterback, but you can like that he has Justin Jefferson. He might make that connection work and become the passing leader that way, and that's fine. Plus 350, there's value there. Um, receiving, again, Jefferson 4-1, to I don't necessarily hate that look. May also be something where, because uh, the Steelers' passing attack has been anemic, but George Pickens is the deep threat. Maybe at 20-1, to there's something there. And then finally for rushing, because the Broncos are you know sizable dogs at plus four, plus three and a half, I do wonder if say the game script is such to where they can run the ball a good bit more. Maybe Javante Williams at plus seven fifty offers us some value because we are expecting the pass because they're from behind. But if they're not, then Williams is going to go off.
0: I want a better number on Judy, to be honest, but a twenty to one can't pull the trigger on that. Similar thought process though. Uh Sunday, most yeah. passing yards, receiving yards, rushing yards. Cowboys are a lot of your favorites. Dak plus four fifty, most passing yards on Sunday. Cd Lamb five to one for most receiving yards. Then your favorite for most rushing yards is Kyron Williams at plus three thirty. What jumps out in those markets?
2: Mm. They just post these, huh? Yeah,
3: yeah. Those are those yeah. are not in there. <laughs> I gotta pull these up. Well,
2: it wasn't up yeah, in right. the middle of the show, It's so it just got it just got up. Uh, yeah, passing leader. Hmm. Looking for value. Did anything jump out to anyone?
3: I just got
0: Kyler in a comebacks you know, like garbage yard sort of thing. Uh, I guess You know, passing 30? defense. That's beatable. Pur- Purdy's at mm-hmm. plus nine fifty.
2: Yeah in that matchup as the fifth favorite what he is right now feels like he could oh look at my guy Sam Howell. number two favorite what yeah but no points on the rams let's let's go mm-hmm. um yeah some of the other ones like Trevor Lawrence he's going to deal with conditions uh flacco no against an improving bears defense same thing with lamar and the weather like the bottom half it is tough to land on someone uh yeah that's tough
3: probably go purdy i guess Cardinals are so Davis. bad defensively.
2: What about mm. Davis Mills against a poor Titan secondary?
1: I don't know if he it's poor. I, I, it, That's I, of, not. No, I, I think in terms of like defensive play design, like they showed me something in that last game. Like it's overall not talented. They need better players, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they contain Davis Mills.
2: Yeah. I know that's why I couldn't I couldn't pull the trigger on Houston.
0: Right. Commanders wise, if you're gonna talk Howell Terry is twenty five to one, Curtis Samuel ninety to one, if they're putting up yards against that Rams pass defense, which has been better but susceptible. One of the highest totals of the day.
1: Like, yeah, that's what you're looking for. Sure. Brandon Cooks, 80-1. to Maybe he's the guy instead of CeeDee Lamb. I love that look. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM, our lightning bets for the weekend. That's coming right up here on the BetQL Network.